welcome to the second ever South Capital Appreciation Podcast where I talk about the city and all things about leaving the city. So an interesting uh, sort of topic I've been considering is does the city actually set you up for entrepreneurship? Do you have the skills and the mindset in order to sort of leave the city and actually go and flourish uh, as a startup founder? And so I've had some friends who've worked in the city in various capacities um, and some have had immense success as entrepreneurs and others just can't seem to quite make it. And I'd probably be in the latter group in some of those struggling to sort of come up with that breakout idea. And so I question, why is that? Is it inherent or is it an environment of the city aid entrepreneurship? And so to answer this question about does the city set you up to be a good entrepreneur, had a couple of questions and some of the questions I had was what does a successful entrepreneur look like and can they thrive in the city and does that person thrive in the city lead them to being a good entrepreneur or are the two totally uncorrelated so in terms of what a good entrepreneur looks like I'd say Adam Newman of WeWork, well formerly of WeWork and also Elon Musk. I looked at both their backgrounds and it was really interesting and I, and I sort of found out that these guys had actually left sort of the city re- relatively quite early on in their careers and had gone on to uh, create really successful businesses quite early on in their careers which was quite interesting and then I asked myself what do they both have in common if I say they're both quite creative, I guess they think against the grain uh, and I also guess they see the world in a slightly different way. And I guess when you look at those characteristics and you consider is this something that do quite well in a city, it probably isn't. I guess from my experience of working in a law firm and two professional services firm, you're meant to play with politics, you're meant to sort of do your job and there is a codified way to do everything. So actually, i probably say that the city and working in this type of places, it kind of gets you to think, like other people, so, so there's a lot of herd mentality and it works because it's about efficiency and, you know, and templates and that's the way the sort of, sort of city moulds you. But the issue with that is, long term, if you're looking to be an entrepreneur, is that the best place? So I think there's a lot of misconception about, you know, the more sort of business savvy professions such as investment bankers. Like there's many investment bankers who sell businesses but have never actually run a business. So you ask yourself, hold on, how have you come to that valuation? How do you understand what a good business looks like? But that's not their job. Their job is to sell equally with being a real estate broker and agent. You know, many of these guys have never sort of sold or bought the the offices or maybe even the retail units they're selling to these large corporations or private, private uh, individuals. And so you wonder to yourself, you're advising me on this, but how do you know this is a good deal? You've never actually deployed in your equ- equity Similarly with, you know, um, also auditors. So auditors are auditing accounts, but really, do they understand the business, do understand whether the numbers on that balance sheet are reasonable or not, given that they've never actually worked in business? So I guess the city isn't one, or rather, should I say, isn't a place where one can um, really thrive on entrepreneurship. I think it's about following the rules and doing things in a set way. And so just to submit my point about the city, 
I think about successful entrepreneurs, the likes of Sir Philip Green, Sir Richard Branson, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, and I ask myself, could these guys fit within uh, the systems of the city, the city being, you know, the large corporations or city organisations, and they probably couldn't. And that's because the city doesn't want everyone to be an entrepreneur. It couldn't thrive and it wouldn't work if everyone was an entrepreneur. The large capital wealth hoarders, the large institutions need people to work. And they need very capable people. So actually the system, if you look from the education system, is actually set up to create entrepreneurs, a very small amount, and then the rest of us are meant to be workers. And that's a very, very dangerous position because you can entrench yourself in that position. And before you know it, you can spend your whole life working in the city, then retire without actually doing anything with your life. And that's quite sad. And so, you know, it's a big, big, big treadmill. So I'll, so I'll sort of look at this on a high level overview. So a lot of people in the city, it's very safe for them. You're getting a good salary, and as you go up the ranks, you earn more and more, more and more money, which is wonderful. But the issue is, the city gets you accustomed to a certain way of life and a certain lifestyle. So as that money increases, actually, your disposable income decreases, which is quite perverse. And I'll explain. So as you go further and further up the ladder, you want the Porsche. You want to send your kids to the best school because this is competition now, you know. If Adam sends his school, his kids to, to, to rugby, you want to send them to Eton. You also want, um, you know, the fastest cars, the Rolexes. You want it all. And the problem is, on a city wage, it's just not enough anymore. So you're making more and more, but you're spending more and more and more on your house and on your mortgage. And you know, having worked in a lot of organisations... It was really interesting that a lot of top earners, I'd often hear them on the phone to their banker, the Amex, asking for a greater overdraft facility. And so it just shows you that, you know, this is, uh, that this whole sort of city facade, there's very few people in these corporations making enough to actually change their life. And then when you realise that, it might be too late. addition to what I've just said, I think we also need to note the economic fallacy of the city. And it's this. Let's say you do a billion pound deal. It's unlikely you're going to get anywhere near that in terms of your remuneration. And as such, you're a wealth creator, but that wealth isn't shared with you. So it comes to this weird place whereby you're working on big deals, but at the end of the day, you're shacked in a small flat with a pot of pot noodles every night and you're thinking how did it come to this i went to university i went to the best schools i've done the grad scheme um i'm a few years out and it still just isn't stacking up and that's why i call the economic fallacy and i guess if you're willing to settle for that in the short to medium term then you probably aren't suited to entrepreneurship so, yes, I've spent a large part of this podcast slagging off the city, but 
you know, it's not all bad. You do get some skills that you can use in the wider world. The contacts, the know-how, and I guess just how to present yourself. I guess the city isn't um, the worst place to start your entrepreneurship, but it's probably the last place where you'll get what you want if you really are an entrepreneur. Thank you.